Hi, I'm Michael Stiddle. And I'm Nick Nanos. And welcome to Trendline. Nick, we're on day four of the federal election, and we already have a surprise, but it's on a provincial level. We had a a shocking upset, some would say, in uh, Nova Scotia, the Nova Scotia provincial election. So so what the heck happened? Well, the streak, as the Nanos brothers would say, the streak is dead. Mm. You know, incumbent governments in Canada on the at the provincial level for all of the elections have either been uh, rewarded with the same or even a stronger mandate. Nova Scotia has broken that streak with the win of the Conservatives. You know, the thing is the Liberals started off the election ahead and uh, the race narrowed and it looks like, not it looks like, and the Conservatives were able to form a majority government Mm. last night in Nova Scotia. So uh, I guess uh, all that uh, is there. I don't know if there's such a thing as like a rabbit's foot, an election rabbit's foot for the pandemic <laughs> right. the window, because uh, because the streak is dead, and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, whether uh, whether the the federal streak, uh, mm. I should say the federal streak, whether the feds will be part of that winning pattern or perhaps an outlier, just like Nova Scotia. I mean, bef- before this, we've had three other elections. Uh... BC, Saskatchewan, New Brunswick, and the incumbents won majority uh, governments. And, and I think it was sort of a test on how they handled the pandemic. Uh, but in Nova Scotia, it, it seems like the pandemic wasn't as much of an issue. I mean, are, are we reading too much of this if, if we are comparing it to what might happen federally? Is it a fair comparison? Well, I think, it, I think it's worth looking at because uh, what happened in Nova Scotia was that the Conservatives won not on the, not on the pandemic. But on healthcare, mm-hmm. they promised more doctors, more investment in healthcare, and and it looks like the Liberals were running on their record uh, for the pandemic. And you know, we talked about this before in the podcast, Michael. You know, the the pandemic is not enough. It's good, but it's not enough to win win any election uh, at this particular point in time. And in Nova Scotia, it looks like uh, voters opted for a party that focused on the future and healthcare mm. uh, as a main as a main plank. So healthcare, the major issue in Nova Scotia and, and federally so far, uh, why don't we get into the, the issues uh, that, the, that the federal leaders are, are focused on? Vaccine mandate seems to be the big one uh, this week. Uh, who does that uh, benefit the most, do you think? Well, the Liberals are trying to talk about the vaccine mandate and mandatory vaccinations as much as possible because they believe that's a wedge issue against the Conservatives. And what the Liberals are trying to do is to portray uh, Aaron O'Toole and the Conservatives uh, as not being 100% vaccine. Aaron O'Toole has been fully vaccinated, as has his wife. He's a big supporter of, of vaccinations. And there was a bit of a kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. Is, is that too much it, of an old person's that, that, that's a, that's Controversy, a term. perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Uh, related to the announcement that the federal government made just before the election was called last Friday mm. related to federal workers requiring vaccinations and the the liberals tried to use that as a as a issue to attack the conservatives. And then the conservatives read the fine print and said, "Hey, hold on, this sounds very familiar, kind of like the Aaron O'Toole plan, and uh, which is uh, you know promoting vaccination but having rapid tests." And then something was taken off the web by the civil service mm-hmm. to provide a clarification. So the conservatives have have claimed that there's been political, uh, what I'll say, meddling of civil servants in the election. And the liberals are still trying to keep the vaccination as uh, as an issue to put the conservatives on the defensive. Hmm. 
Uh, and NDP leader Jagmeet Singh uh, also has, has come out in favor of vaccine mandates. And uh, Green Party leader uh, Anime Paul has also uh, weighed in on it. So, I, I mean, we have our first uh, old-fashioned wedge issue of, of the election. Um, yeah. Well, it is a wedge issue, but, you know, even in our polling, a majority of conservatives, con committed conservative voters, uh, support vaccine mandates. It's just not as strong. Hmm. The support for vaccine mandates is not as strong in the conservative among the conservative uh, supporters compared to liberals, New Democrats, and those of any of the other parties. Hmm. Now, uh, going forward, the the other sort of major uh, news story of the, of, of the week is what's happening in Afghanistan, where where you know, the Taliban has uh, once again taken control of of the country uh, at a at a shocking pace to many. Uh, and Canada's trying to get uh, uh, Afghan nationals who helped out our military forces out, family members, et cetera. Um, I was thinking about the 2015 election uh, when another major international story broke out, and that was uh, Syrian refugee Alan Kurdi, the three-year-old boy who, who was found drowned as his family tried to escape Syria and cross the Mediterranean Sea. Do you, do you see how this, this issue will sort of overtake the election campaign? Well, it can have a significant impact. In 2015, uh, that actually helped put a focus on, on Justin Trudeau and helped define uh, the federal party leaders at that time. And if you remember, Michael, uh, Stephen Harper, the then leader of the Conservatives, uh, in his response to the tragedy, talked about security and, and the needing to control refugees and immigrations, while Justin Trudeau, the then upstart, I'll call him an upstart at that time because he was an outsider and uh, third, um, mm. talked about uh, the kind of compassionate element of that and helped define Justin Trudeau and also defined Stephen Harper. So these, type, these types of issues, uh, although they're not deciding issues in a campaign, because foreign policy is rarely a deciding issue in the campaign, can help define the party leaders in terms of how they respond. And I was a bit surprised at Aaron O'Toole at Aaron O'Toole's response because on paper, the guy's perfectly positioned to talk about this. He's a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. He probably has friends that served in Afghanistan. He lived, he's a military family. Mm -hmm. And it would have been uh, it would have been a really interesting opportunity for him to engage to Canadians to define himself and show his compassion, not just for uh, you know the Afghan interpreters but also for what's going on in Afghanistan and all, all the people that all the Canadians that have served in, uh, in Afghanistan, but he hasn't taken that tact. He's dealt with it like another policy issue as opposed to making it a personal issue. So I think a bit of a missed opportunity for Aaron O'Toole on that front. Uh, now, in terms of your issues tracker in, in the past, uh, we've, we've gone over this in previous episodes, the environment is always near the top of the list uh, and the BC wildfires uh, continue to rage in that province. Um, do, do you see the environment uh, becoming more, more important later on? Yeah, what's interesting is that it, at least in the latest uh, NANOS issue tracking that, that the pandemic, COVID-19, has continues to decline. And what we're seeing is jobs in the economy and uh, the environment uh, rising as issues of concern. And they're especially high in the province of British Columbia, which probably explains why Jagmeet Singh in, in his opening day uh, talked about uh, the environmental crisis that's going on. Uh, because British Columbia is a big battleground for the New Democrats. If they're lucky and get good vote splits, they could uh, pick up more seats. And Canadians are increasingly focused on the environment as the pandemic is at least quasi under control at this mm. time. 
Uh, you mentioned the economy as well. What, what, sorry, where does that stand now in, in terms of being top of mind of uh, Canadians? It's the second most important issue of concern. But we were talking, you know, when we ask Canadians what would shape their, the vote in their election, it's at the very top of the list. Hmm. And, you know, maybe that's why Nova Scotia is important. Uh, it's clear that running on, a, on your mandate, running for a new mandate based on what you did in the past is important, but it's not enough to win. The Canadians are focused on and voters are focused on the future, whether it's the future of our healthcare system, whether it's the future of our environmental policy, whether it's the future of jobs and the economy and prosperity. So it speaks to that's what Canadians want to hear from all of the federal parties uh, at this particular point in time. Hmm. Uh, Nick, as always, thanks very much. And, and where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nick NIK Nanos, or if you're interested in lots of stats, visit www.nanos.co. And I'm also on Twitter at Michael Siddle. Uh, for all our election coverage, you can go to ctvnews.ca. Uh, we also have lots of more numbers from, from Nick there. Uh, and also please subscribe to my coworker, uh, Rachel Aiello's amazing newsletter, Capital Dispatch. Uh, sorry, she's renamed it Election Dispatch uh, for the election. It's a really great source of information. Uh, Nick, as always, thanks very much. It was great.